This is Julie D, and you're listening to the Nordonia We Need to Talk Podcast Network, brought to you by NordoniaHills.News, recorded in the Gary Miller Studio. Cleveland Sports Podcast starts now. Welcome to another edition of the Cleveland Sports Show with Brady and Darius. I'm Brady. And I'm Darius. This week we'll be talking about the new school that LeBron has opened up, the impact Isaiah Thomas will have on the Denver Nuggets this upcoming season, and we will also be talking about the Cleveland Indians and the Cleveland Browns. First off, to begin, we have LeBron James, who reminds us once more about his wonderful leadership in our in the NBA community and our um, in our community in general. He established uh, the I Promise School, school in Akron, Ohio, and it really is a, a wonderful school for children who don't have the opportunities that some of us here in the Nordonia area have. Uh, for example, the kids who come to this school and attend this school will receive free transportation well, within a two-mile radius, uh, a free bicycle and helmet, as well as guaranteed enrollment in the University of Akron, which is a quality school, and as well as a free lunch and snacks um, for those who don't have enough food um, for the duration of the day. And like I said, it really is magnificent to see that even though LeBron has parted ways with the Northeast Ohio community, what re- uh, the amazing thing is that he still um, is um, respecting that he's from the Akron area and making his hometown the best that it can be, like I said, even though he's moved on uh, to new ground in Los Angeles. Yeah, like you said, I think it's a great opportunity, and it's a great thing that he's doing for the young people around Northeast Ohio. He's still having an impact on the city, definitely in Akron, even though he left to go to the Lakers. And I like what he's doing, and I hope and I hope that he keeps it up. I hope, yeah, right. I hope, like you said, I hope his school is a success. Is a success, and I think that uh, it will be, because you know he, in general, he's a very successful person. And I think he knows that deep down the school will be very successful because it will give so many kids the opportunity um, to um, flourish in society. Uh, next, I wanted to talk about Isaiah Thomas um, going to the Denver Nuggets. I'll be very, very honest with you about this. I am not very confident at all about the Nuggets, especially with the, uh, the other hype that we have in the West with the Rockets, the Warriors, the Lakers, the Thunder. Um, the Nuggets really aren't a team that I am um, putting any putting my money on at all. Um, I think they should be able to make the playoffs probably as an 8th seed, 7th uh, seed, but they will, they'll be in the lower spectrum of the table, I think. Um, like I said, they'll make the playoffs, but I think they'll be eliminated early. Um, probably not even make the second round. If they do make the second round, that's where, the, that's where they'll be eliminated. I don't see them making the conference finals at all. Um, and like I think this is a big year that Isaiah Thomas needs because he really needs to prove himself after um, the unfortunate season that he had with the ha- with the uh, hip injury and then being traded to the Lakers, not having a fine. He didn't have a great season with the Lakers, so this year Isaiah Thomas really needs to prove himself once more and play like the Isaiah Thomas that he was when he was with the Celtics. Uh, especially in that 2017 playoff series that he had um, when he was just on fire and no one could stop him. He was one of the best fourth-quarter scorers in the league. Um, If the Nuggets want to have a chance, I think, to progress uh, into the playoffs and maybe even make the conference finals, 
if is if Isaiah Thomas is at the top of his game and the other pieces around him like Nikola Jokic can um can integrate with his system and play team basketball but unfortunately I just don't see that happening especially with the level of competition that's in the Western Conference I don't see the Nuggets really making a big impact this year yeah and like you said I don't think they have enough pieces just yet to make it that far in the West there's a there's a lot better team than them so I think they have a good two or three more years if they don't rebuild just yet and with Isaiah Thomas, I don't think he's going to have a good impact at all on them. I think he's too small of a player in the league. And I think he lost his game from two years ago. You know, last year was really messed up for him. He was traded to Cleveland. He had an off. He was not doing good in chemistry, with chemistry here in Cleveland. He got traded to the Lakers, and now he's with the Nuggets. I mean, I don't, I don't like Isaiah Thomas anymore. I don't think he, he he belongs in this league as a starting point guard. I think the Nuggets would have been better off finding someone else. And, you know, I don't like – I don't think the Denver Nuggets will be going far at all this year, like you said. I, I agree with the fact that, yes, Isaiah Thomas did have a terrible year, but I don't agree with you on his uh, importance in this league. Isaiah Thomas, like I said, Isaiah Thomas was a starting point guard with the Boston Celtics, and they went all the way to the conference finals uh, two years ago when they got destroyed by the Cavs. But nonetheless, the Boston Celtics finished with the first seed that year when the Cavs were the defending champions, and it was mainly because of Isaiah Thomas. And because of his fourth-quarter scoring, uh, he was the best fourth-quarter scorer in the NBA that year, year, uh, one of the most clutch players in the league. Um, so I definitely think that Isaiah, he was he was even a candidate for MVP. If I'm not mistaken, he was the third can- leading candidate for MVP. So I don't agree with you that Isaiah Thomas isn't even a, a starting caliber player. He definitely is a starting caliber player. The question is, is he going to play the way he was when he was a third leading candidate for MVP, or is he going to play like the the way he was last year? If he plays the way he was last year, then you have a point. Maybe he shouldn't be starting. He didn't even start with the Lakers when he was traded to the Lakers from the Cavs, because Lonzo Ball filled that role in that position. But if Isaiah Thomas regroups this offseason and gets ready to play for the Nuggets uh, this upcoming year, the way he did two years ago for the Celtics, he can definitely make an impact. And it really is up to him to whether or not the Nuggets can be successful uh, this year. Because if he isn't at the top of his game like last year, then like I said, they're not... They probably won't even make the playoffs, in my opinion. Yeah, I like how he played two years ago, but I don't think he's going to go back to how he played two years ago. I think this hip injury last that hip injury really messed him up, and I don't see him coming back like an all-star player he he once was. Well, let's not forget the off season is it's it's a long off season. It's a, a few few months. Um, I think Isaiah with the personality and the. Fe- um, the fearlessness of Isaiah Thomas that he um, that he exemplifies throughout uh, the season. I think he'll be able to come back strong, um, especially with the unfortunate loss of his sister. I don't know if you remember that a few years ago when he lost his sister in that devastating car accident. I think it just fueled him more, and I think that he'll be fueled uh, fueled to fight uh, for the Denver Nuggets this upcoming season. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how he does this season. And lastly, uh, 
specifically NBA basketball-wise, I wanted to talk about Carmelo Anthony um, going to the Rockets as a free agent this year. Um, My overall thoughts on this is that um, if the Rockets want to be be successful because they lost Trevor Ariza, they've... um, you know they don't have that three and D player that they have anymore. Um, so if they want to be successful, Carmelo Anthony has to integrate himself within their offense because Carmelo Anthony didn't integrate himself with the Oklahoma City offense last year, and you saw it happen. They lost to the Jazz in six games in the first round. So if they want to have a puncher's chance to compete with teams like the Warriors and the Lakers, then they must be able to. Then he must be able to integrate with their offense um, with, with into Mike D'Antoni's system. So shooting threes, um, being able to score in the low post as well. Um, also, I, I am a little bit suspicious of this on what they will now bring to the table because you know we know how ball-dominant Carmelo Anthony has to be, especially when he was with the New York Knicks um, as well as Oklahoma City. So I'm suspicious of how the Rockets, who always pass and move the ball and shoot threes, how I'm wondering how is Carmelo Anthony going to fit in that system and still be a quality scorer? I really this is one of the um, this is one of the aspects of the NBA that I'm of the Rockets team that I really don't know. I really don't have a solid foundation of what this team will be once I see them play. I think once I see maybe one or two games of the of Rockets games this year, I think I can form a more valid conclusion of how this team is going to play. But for now, I'm leaning towards the fact that they have gotten a little bit worse this year, especially on the defensive end. But we know that Carmelo Anthony is a scorer, so if he can score and play well for this team and integrate himself into the offense, then James Harden and Chris Paul should have um, another. You know, with the other two, those other two All Stars, the Rockets should definitely be a contender um, to play in, to play in the NBA Finals this upcoming season. Um, however, like I said, I I am suspicious of them. I think they have closed the gap a little between who's the best in the West because last year we knew that the two best teams in the West were the Warriors and the Rockets, and those were the two teams who met in the conference finals. But now I think that because with the loss of Trevor Ariza, because they've added Carmelo Anthony, who's so ball-dominant, I think this slightly puts them a little bit worse. I think it closes that, like I said, it closes that gap. Um, I think they're now more competing with the Lakers and the Thunder to see who's going to compete with the Warriors this season. But I think that the Rockets are still the second best team in the West, um, followed by the Lakers, because I just I think that you know with the season that James Harden came off of, as well as how well Chris Paul was able to integrate himself with this system, not to mention the relationship between Carmelo Anthony and Chris Paul. I think that you know if the if Carmelo Anthony, like I said, he needs to be able to integrate himself into the system, and if he can, then I definitely think like last year the Rocker the Rockets will have a um, puncher's chance to beat the Warriors this season. Yeah, and like you said, the loss of Trevor Ariza will hurt the Rockets. I can tell you that, but I do like the signing of of Carmelo Anthony. I think he's past his prime, but I still think he's a very good defensive player in this league. I think he needs to step up his offensive game this year, and I think he will do that. I think he 
was working out hard this offseason, and I think he has a mentality to get his career back on track with the Rockets. I think he'll be a valuable piece for him this season. And I, I see them being the clear second-best team in the, in the West. I do not see the Lakers being near as good as the Rockets, or not even the Thunder just yet. The Lakers have a bunch of young players and LeBron James, so I don't see how the Lakers could be better than the Rockets or the Thunder. And with the Thunder, I don't know how to feel about them. Paul George and Russell Westbrook is both still there, and they lost Carmelo Anthony. So I don't know how far the Rock- the Thunder will make it in the playoffs, but I do think they'll make it. But I don't think they'll be, be they'll be as good as they were in the past. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to make a couple points uh, off what you just said there. Um, I don't think the Rockets like I don't think the Rockets are that that much better than the Lakers. I think the Lakers will be able to compete with the Rockets Rockets just because the fact that they have LeBron James as well as that young developing talent in Kyle Kuzma and in Brandon Ingram especially. So now who's the better team still? I think that, like you said the Rockets, but I just don't think the gap is so big uh, in terms of who's better between those two teams. And and Carmelo Anthony is entering his 16th season. He was um in the same draft that LeBron was in and he's not as in as well in shape as LeBron is. So this could possibly be Carmelo Anthony's last year in the NBA. So he really needs to, you know, show the league what what he's made of and show everyone, you know, how phenomenal of a player that he is. And to get off your point off the thunder, I agree more with this. I don't I'm not really concerned with them when it comes to um you know who who is going to beat them because I th- I think that they out of the four teams, the Warriors, Lakers, Rockets and Thunder, I think the Thunder are probably the lower the lowest ranked team out of those four. Um I definitely see them making the playoffs because you know with the greatness of Russell Westbrook and then you add Paul George to that who's committed to staying with the Thunder. I definitely think that, you know, that they they should make the playoffs as, you know, maybe a f- 4 or 5 seed just like last year. Um, but I don't really think that they'll like almost like the Nuggets, I don't think they'll make that big stride in the playoffs this year just because of the competition in the West. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting how the the, the West seeding plays out this year. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no. That's really it. Now I'll be briefly talking about the Cleveland Indians, who won three out of four versus the Minnesota Twins this week. And that three out of four, and that series win will put them 11 games ahead of them in first place. And I think it's a lock for first place. I do not see Minnesota catching us at all. I don't think they have the type of team to catch us on. for them to catch us, it would have to be an awful end of the season for the Indians, and I don't see that happening. I think it's a lock for first place in the division. I think it's a lock for the postseason. So n- now I was just trying to find motivation for October for the rest of the season. I don't see any meaningful baseball until October hits. And, I mean, they're eight games behind second the second seed, Houston Astros. So I don't even think that they could catch Houston. So I think they're right in the middle. They're too far behind the second seed to get 
home field advantage in the first round, and they're too far ahead to fall out of the playoffs. I think they're right in the middle. I think it's a lot for them to make the playoffs, so it's interesting to see how they play the rest of the season with an 11-game lead over Minnesota. Now for the Browns. The Browns started training camp about two weeks ago, and the talk of camp has been the first-round draft pick, Baker Mayfield. A lot of fans want him to start, but if I'm the Browns, I do not start him until next season, no matter how good he's playing in the preseason or training camp. I think Tyrod Taylor deserves to be the starter. He shows he has showed them what his potential is, and he's lived up to the hype, and I think Tyrod Taylor needs to be the starter week one for the Cleveland Browns. On Thursday night, they played the New York Giants in their first preseason game. And the quarterback play was amazing from Cleveland. Tyrod Taylor, he was 5 for 5 for 99 yards, and he threw a touchdown pass. And Baker Mayfield, the number one overall draft pick, went he completed 11 out of his 20 passes. He threw for 212 yards, and he threw two touchdown passes. I think that was a great game from the rookie Baker Mayfield. I think he made some great throws, great decisions, but he, he also did have those rookie throws that everybody expected. I do like how both of them play, and I think that the Browns are in good position as long as they both keep it up for the rest of the preseason. Fourth overall draft pick, Denzel Ward, had two tackles on the game, and I think he had a solid first performance with the Cleveland Browns. I think the big story of the game was David Njoku, who was struggling in training camp. He was dropping a lot of passes. In the preseason game, he had two catches. Both were touchdown passes, and he went and he had 46 yards total. So I think it was a good game by David Njoku, and I think I'm hoping that he builds off motivation from this good game. I feel like David Njoku is a good tight end. He's athletic. He's physical. I think he needs to step it up just a little bit. I think he showed that in this preseason game against the Giants. Rookie running back Nick Chubb that the Browns took in the second round. He rushed for 11 yards and he ran the ball 15 times. So really numbers-wise, it wasn't a very good game for him. But it was his first NFL action and hopefully he'll learn from that. Last week, the Browns rookie wide receiver Antonio Callaway was pulled over at 2.59 a.m., for a suspended license and he also had possession of marijuana the Browns have not suspended him or the NFL has not suspended him at this time and I don't think they will I think they like what they see out of this young young man and I think he will show them that it was an honest mistake and that he will learn from it in the preseason game he had three catches for 87 yards and he had one touchdown so he, the talent is there, and he just needs to step up mentally to keep his spot on the team. The Browns play the Buffalo Bills next Friday night in their second preseason game here at home for the home debut of Baker Mayfield and Denzel Ward. I think it will be an exciting game for Browns fans to watch. And I think they'll definitely improve from last season, the 0-16 season.
that's it for this week on the Cleveland Sports Show with Braden Darius. Until next time.